Welcome to Gilmore Boys, Season 1, Episode 9. Alright, well welcome to Episode 9, everybody. Hey, James. Hey. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Um, uh, so, for, for the uninitiated and for our one uh, listener in Slovakia, we're keeping track. Uh, this is Gilmore Boys. Uh, this is a episode-by-episode episode synopsis of the excellent show Gilmore Girls from the male perspective. Uh, my name is Adam. This is my buddy James. And uh, hey, that's about it. James, you want to give us the, uh, the the rundown? This is uh, episode nine of season one. Yep. And this episode is called Rory's Dance. Um, but before we get into the episode... Let's uh, let's bullshit for a minute, Adam. How was your week? <laughs> wait, 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 wait! No, we we bullshit for like th- like thirty five to forty five minutes. <laughs> like, we we I I think we have to I think we have to stick to form for at, le- at least the first five minutes. We need to stick to form. I love how yeah, that's true. I love how it's like, hey, hold on a second, Mister <laughs> Professor. We're not going to get down to the to the <laughs> studying session yet. We're not going to get down to our analytical talk that we take completely serious. Like, you know, but see, that's the thing is I do take it seriously. I, I'm just so easily distracted. Well, let's be honest, though. Gilmore Boys is an analysis of Gilmore Girls and then whatever the hell else we feel like talking about. Mm-hmm. Gilmore Guys, who are competitors, if you will, those uh, dudes are legit. Yeah, and uh, I've never listened to them. I haven't either. <laughs> then how do you know if they're legit? Because I've read, I, I've looked in it. Dude, they're going on tour. They're taking that podcast what? on tour. Yeah, I'm serious. Oh, my Lord. Um, we're, we're taking it on tour to my kitchen so I can get more tacos. Hey, <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, I mean, that said, Gilmore guys, if you're listening, we would love to have you on the show. And that I think we should do that. Oh, man. That would be really fun. We, we could cross-synergize and think outside the box. It's like, it would be like uh, Pepsi trying Coke, you know? <laughs> in, in our case, it would be like RC Cola. <laughs> Getting a sip of a Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola vomiting on our faces and telling us how <laughs> shitty we are. That's what it would be. I was about to say, I believe that you're being a little generous with the Coke-Pepsi. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> comparison. <laughs> RC Cola, holy shit. The only time... Uh, b- <laughs> The, the only time period that I've ever had RC Cola was in Little League Baseball. And if you participated in a game, they would give you a little paper ticket and you would take it to this like trailer and they would fill up a huge thing of RC Cola. And for whatever reason, I really, really liked that. Hey, it's Royal Crown. <laughs> is, it Can- is it Canadian? That sounds like a Canadian name. You know, I don't know, but on that note, Royal Crown Soda was an established brand. So I actually think that's going too far. I would say we're the Sam's Club. <laughs> we're that 10 we're, cent soda. We're, we're the Dr. Thunder. <laughs> what the hell is was that the Dr. No, that was there I I think it it may have been Oh, it was the Albertsons brand Dr. Oh. Pepper knockoff. Not joking. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's us. That's that's absolutely. <laughs> we we are the knockoff Dr. Pepper of the podcasting world. I'm gonna make sure when I write up the description for this episode, it's it's gonna talk about how we're the we're the Sam's Club. 
of soda. Can you loosely loosely relate it to a high school dance? Um. Wait, how? What do you mean? I, I, I don't. Well, because that's what this episode is about. It's about the high school oh. dance. It's about oh. the Chilton formal. Oh. I, I thought you were. T- I thought you were like. I was like, oh great, here comes Adam's story that he talks to his therapist it was about like you know that time at the the formal dance when he spilled Sam's Club soda on his tux and he got laughed at and this is what caused all of his problems. And it was like that's a little specific. I never had that problem. Oh god. All um, right. Summary: Rory's dance. <laughs> Interesting tidbit. RC Cola was launched in 1905, <laughs> and Diet Right Cola was introduced in 1962, which was the first Diet Cola. Was it by the RC Cola brand? Yeah. Okay, which, where is RC Cola based? Uh, United States. They're owned by, well, currently they're owned by Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper Snapple Group. Holy shit, that's hard to say. I thought Dr. Pepper was owned by Coke. Dude, I don't, do I look like an industry insider? I would love a Moz bar. <laughs> um, wait, hold, hold on. Okay. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group is an American soft drink company based in Plano, Texas, formerly called Cadbury Schweppes America's Beverages. Schweppes. Jesus. Cadbury Schweppes. That's a, oh my Lord. That's quite a mix. You know, that's like, that's so funny. That's like, um, that's, I can see some businessman just being like, hey, <laughs> I want to marry the ginger ale world and 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 and, and Snickers. You know, like two markets. I, I guess that makes sense. It's like it's like never mind. That was a dumb that was a dumb tangent that I went on. Sorry, everyone. That shit'll happen when you podcast. You'll see when you You'll do see. yours. Hey, hey, who are you to judge? All right. Who the fuck are you to judge? Oh. Just wait till you podcast. So, I like, before I forget it, I was actually really excited about this. So, we'll get to the to the rundown in a second, but three quarters of the way through the episode, um, the music is the song 13 by the band Big Star, um, which it's like this folk rock, uh, like, strummy song about adolescence. And, like, I never knew who it was by, but... I have always loved that song because Elliot, like Elliot Smith did a cover like forever ago and I've been listening to it forever and I never knew who it was by. And so when I was listening to this, I like, I like freaked out and I was like, Oh fuck, it's that song. And I looked it up and it was already an established thing. So I thought that was very cool. Addendum to that. When Adam was just telling me that now on the recording, you won't hear it, but on my side, his microphone broke up and I thought that he said, Will Smith did a cover of that. (laughs) You know Will Smith. He's got those songs about adolescence, man. They just they hit hard. It was one of the B sides that got cut from Big Willie style. <laughs> oh no! It's even before that. It's back when he was with DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Back in the parents just don't understand like age. What's yeah. uh, what what? Uh, let's see. That was on. Parents just don't understand. That was not on. He's the DJ. I'm the rapper. I have. You have that. Oh yeah, man. He's the DJ on the rapper. It's great. It's got Nightmare on My Street. Okay. Yeah, it's a good. It, Nightmare on My Street. Is that like Will Smith's Halloween song? Oh yeah, you've never heard it. He did, there's like a Freddy voiceover. Yeah. Oh my lord. Okay, I'm gonna listen to that after this. Oh, yeah. you know what? You should listen to, and I'm serious. You should listen to the song um, "You Saw My Blinker," 
and it's on home base the the record with summertime and all that okay. and that song is hilarious he it's it's him rapping about getting into a car accident and going to court with an old lady and and the chorus line is you saw my blinker bitch <laughs> what i swear to you you'll see it's really oh funny oh my god i got it queued up man it's I'm just really waiting. funny Hey, can we get this over so I can listen to DJ Jazzy yeah, Jeff in the press Yeah, I think that's it. That's enough for today. <laughs> that's great. Oh All right, God. we'll do it through this. So um, Rory's Dance, episode nine. So, uh, yeah. okay, so here's my notes. Um, formal dance at Rory's school, and Emily is pushing it. So Emily really thinks that Rory should go, and Rory doesn't really want to go. Lorelai defends Rory and says that she doesn't have to go. And... Um, Lorelai then slightly pushes her to go, but in kind of a kind way. And mm-hmm. Rory's nervous about the dance, and Lorelai then offers to help her prepare. Yep. Um, after that, Rory asks Dean to go, and he agrees, which is cool. Um, yep. You wouldn't not agree if you're dating yeah. someone. Uh, and then Lorelai makes... But, but wait, wait, wait. They're not dating yet. Bear in mind, they are they, not official. Really? But Yeah, they're not official. Oh, fair enough, because that happens. Right. So Lorelai mm-hmm. makes her a dress. It's a really, really cute dress. It's really, mm-hmm. it's, it's nice. Um, Paris then is asked to the dance by Tristan and doesn't know how to react. So, of course, she just acts like a goofball. Okay, I'm going to stop you there because that didn't happen. Paris wants Tristan to ask her to the dance, but he's a jackass and he doesn't. Wait, wait, wait. He goes up to the table and kind of asks her. No. He, he teases an ask and she clearly wants him Oh. Ask her. And then he just walks away like a fucking prick, and then he goes and hits on Rory immediately Got right it. afterwards. All right. Next next bullet I have is Rory's dress looks awesome. That's, a, that's a bullet straight out of the headlines. Um, <laughs> this is the kind of journalism I produce, everyone. Rory's dress looks awesome. Um, Emily's upset that Dean doesn't come to the door to pick up Rory. Old-fashioned, yep. she wants her to come. Um, Rory gets pissed off. She leaves, and Emily wants to learn all about him. And so she kind of gets into it with uh, Lorelai. Then, I don't know why, well, whatever, Rory and Dean dance to Mazzy Star and kiss. And that was kind of an emotional moment because it was kind of, I don't know if it was their first kiss, but it was a really, like, solid kiss. Also, mm-hmm. you could put Mazzy Star over anything. You could put it over a funeral. You could put it over like a puppy getting skinned alive and it's always going to make you go like, "Oh, like it's always going to do that." That one Mazzy Star song. Um, so there's that. Emily takes care of hurt Lorelai at home. I don't remember what Oh, Lorelai like pulled her something out while she was making the dress. Um, and they kind of bond that night. That's kind of cool. Paris's cousin asks out Rory in front of Dean. Dude, um, you have this like so backwards. Hey, <laughs> I took notes. Whatever. Go ahead. Who who does it? Okay, so here's the thing. So Paris really wants. She's like totally into Tristan, and Tristan's a jackass. And um, so, so Tristan doesn't ask Paris, but Paris goes with her cousin. So so the way that Rory finds out that this dude I'm blanking on his name is Paris's cousin is that he comes over and starts being a total sleazeball with Rory and she's like dude you're here with Paris why are you doing that and then he's like well we're cousins so it doesn't really make a difference and then um yeah so anyways so Tristan is there with some girl he clearly doesn't care about Paris is there with her cousin Rory is there with Dean 
Hey, yeah. as a quick pause on this summary, I just thought about how great it is that Adam's here to to fill in the holes that I miss. And then I thought about, wouldn't it be funny if <laughs> and there's got to be a guy out there doing this? Somebody who's out there that's like, um, they're um, doing a podcast just by themselves, but it's not like a. Uh, it's not like a self-help podcast where you're directing listeners. It's more of a podcast where you rant and you argue with yourself and, like, you just get into this really bad neurosis. I want to find that podcast wherever it is. I'm it's sure it exists. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, Dean and Tristan, they then go to, like, toe-to-toe verbally. They just start fighting. Yep. And then they physically fight. And the funniest part of all of this was... And this is this is quote of the week, everyone. Dean says, you don't want to fight me because I'll kill you, idiot. And that is the funniest line of the episode. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of all the boisterous talk that like you would like if you're just like I just remember being a little kid and like you would just be fighting over like some dumb, dumb shit. And you were like seven or eight years old and you'd be like, I'm going to kill you. And like you, you have you have no recollection. It's I don't know. It, it seemed incredibly childish. But yes, I believe well, that is a good choice for quote of the week. I'm telling you, we should have a quote of the week or a quote of the show. Quote and when we have a quote of the show, you and I have to use that quote in our daily work the following day. <laughs> so like, you know, I'll, I'll ask for a, a new software feature and then they're, and then they're like, no, nah, we, we can't work on that one right now. I'll just be like, you don't want to fight me because I'll kill you, idiot. <laughs> That's what we're gonna start doing, man. The 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 last word is so important. That oh yeah, idiot. like it's just that extra ugh. idiot. <laughs> so, all right. So then, this is where it gets good. Dean and Rory, after the fight and after they're going home, Dean and Ret- and Rory determine that they're boyfriend and girlfriend. So you know what that means? <laughs> Relationship horn. That's right. We're in a relationship now. Now, then they they go out and they like go hang out in uh, Miss Patty's barn and they fall yep. asleep, and that causes a big scandal amongst the town because Miss Patty and her group discover them when they wake up. So you know what that means? <laughs> scandal horn. Scandal horn. Scandal horn. <laughs> now. Once they, before they're found, um, Lorelai and Emily, they're fighting because um, they can't find Rory and they call the police and they're, they're just screaming. And what, what Emily says, which is totally messed up, is she's going to get pregnant and ruin everything just like you ruined everything. Which I think calls for the what the fuck Emily horn. <laughs> so then... Lorelai. I'm going to come over to your house and take that away from you. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> but then what happens is Lorelai throws Emily out of the house for being a jerk, yeah. which she is. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and yells at Rory, and Rory gets in trouble. And it was innocent. They just fell asleep in the barn. They were tired. Yeah. And then credits roll. And I would call that <laughs> cliffhanger horn because it. <laughs> well. And the thing, the thing is, I like. I feel like they always nicely wrap up stuff right before they end, but yeah, not not this time. That's and that's what I mean, man. We, I mean, there's so many new things happening in this episode, and you know, if if every other episode is, it ends the same way, and then this one leaves you on on the kind of that cliffhanger. I'm gonna go right ahead and say there's an inconsistent horn, you know. 
this is one of those times where we use that. So I just, I, I, I just had, I don't know, my, my brain went somewhere strange, which is not, which is normal. Um, Let's do that. Like, where'd it go? I was thinking, I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, what if there were a show that ended always in cliffhangers, but all of the cliffhangers were like completely benign, like the most like non-important, like, like, like base. Okay. So here, here's, here's a plot line. Like. James walks into the kitchen. He finds his measuring glass. He opens up the door of the refrigerator to find a half gallon of milk, but it is only one eighth full. He needs one cup. And then it's just you looking at the two in both of your hands and then just roll credits. That kind of shit. Benign's good. Yeah. The other thing that's good is um, if it always goes to a cliffhanger, that has nothing to do with the episode whatsoever, and that cliffhanger is never resolved. <laughs> and it's like, it's never even talked about ever again. Yeah, ever, exactly. <laughs> it's almost like an Aqua Teen, like, you know, yep, kind of sequitur, yep, like non sequitur, yep. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, so many episodes of Aqua Teen end, like, with, like, everything blowing up in the world ending, and then the next episode is like, oh, nothing happened. I love that. I love I when know. Shake dies all the time and then it's just it's fine. Shake's like gets beheaded or, or whatever. Or in uh, C-Lab 2021, like the C-Lab always just blows up at the end, but there's always another episode. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a I mean, this episode was quite interesting. Honestly, I I feel like most of most of the meat of this episode was definitely the the end portion. Like, I mean, the fight between Emily and Lorelai was rough, man. Like, sweet Jesus. Like, well, and so a- Emily and Lorelai were spending the whole night, like, they, they were sort of teetering, bet- or, sorry, they, they, were, they were directly in between the sort of rekindling this mother-daughter relationship. And then on the other side, it was Emily uh, berating Lorelai for having no class. And they were sort of constantly, like, going back and forth. And it was weird because, like, I, I almost thought they were going to come to, like, some sort of understanding. Like, it seemed like they were almost working through some stuff, but clearly not because, like, Emily just blows the fuck up and just, like, basically, like, tears her apart. Like, it was it was rough, man. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was, there wasn't enough Luke. That's one problem. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? And, oh, and also, does Miss Patty, like, at five in the morning, just walk around with a gaggle of old ladies. Like, is that yeah. normal? Well, like they stormed into the barn and there were so many old ladies. I think that was like their, their early morning workout routine or something. Oh, that's, she does like yoga and shit. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, um, there's some scandal in the, I was going to say there's some sand, there's some scandal in the, uh, in the suicide girls world, but, um, and, and there likely is, but <laughs> let's get back to the Gilmore girls world. What? Why is your brain on Suicide Girls? Why is it not? Yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah, the, there's scandal in the in the Gilmore Girls world because yeah. uh, as we're bringing back the new season on Netflix, it was reported that Melissa McCarthy might come back, and now she's reported online that uh, she was never even asked, which is weird. What? Yeah. Why wouldn't you bring back Suki? And also, Melissa McCarthy is, like, huge now, so that's, like, you could basically get free viewership for that. Like people who have never heard of the show would know Melissa McCarthy. It's, you know, it's funny because like, I wonder what the model for that looks like. Like, um, so like on, okay. If you were on, 
if it was on TV, right? Yeah. And you, you, on TV, you would so, – so I'm thinking about, like, bringing in a, somebody huge on a television show in general. Uh-huh. So on TV, you'd bring in, you know, like, oh, my God, we're going to have Barack Obama on Two and a Half Men this week. <laughs> and doing, <laughs> doing that – Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? Barack Obama on Two and a Half Men? Sweet Jesus. Wouldn't that be funny? That would be the only thing funny about that show. That show sucks. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Are you going to defend Two and a Half Men? No, no, quite the opposite. I'm just like, why would you subject the president to something like that? He subjected us to it, so uh, I think it's only fair. Yeah, I suppose. But um, so we bring him on. Now, why would we want to make such a fuss and bring him on? Well, because it's on TV and we get ads and yay. Yeah. And, and then we get more viewership, so we get more ad time. We can mm-hmm. sell higher ad time, etc. On Netflix, we just want your seven ninety nine. Ah, uh, that's true. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, well, hey, on if we did that on Gilmore Girls, like, oh, the president's going to be on Gilmore Girls. Is that going to get any new subscriptions? Probably not. Yeah. The fact that Gilmore not. Girls is on in the first place might get will get new subscriptions yeah. for sure. Yeah. But it's it's just a different model now, you know. Yeah, so like, and that's an that's an interesting point. Is like, I'm not even, so I, I really don't really watch a lot. Of, do, does Netflix do a lot of advertising for their original stuff? Because like, I feel like they don't. Yeah, I mean, no, I think not as much as they should. I mean, yeah. like, it between, seems like they're fairly pro- prolific with all that stuff. You oh, know? they're doing some great stuff. I mean, between like Orange Is the New Black yeah. and Kimmy Schmidt, I mean, yeah. and a couple of the other shows, they've got some like big hits. But you're right, like they don't push it it's it's almost like they know that everybody's like gonna word of mouth it and that that's enough right and and i feel like that's been the the, like the primary thing that netflix has done like over the years is like people just tell tell other people about it and there you go i mean that's that's how i came across it in the first place but i mean like i i feel like when you because they're essentially becoming a production house right like i i feel like they almost need to go down traditional advertising avenues but i, I don't know maybe that's just me no i am with you and so. i mean this is uh, that's the thing too is they they are a production house and um uh, my friend was working on one of the shows and they and i had learned that they're using cbs studios so they don't even have oh. their own studio warehouse which well, that's interesting which makes sense i mean yeah. it's uh, why get our own we could you know rent right. space and lease right, it right. but um I mean, at the end of the day, this is what Gilmore Boys fans want to know about is the is the current, you know, fiscal and business model that that <laughs> Netflix is using. Um, now, not to get off that topic, but do you have any good vagina joke? <laughs> That's my next question. Uh, I did not come prepared. I apologize. I do. Oh, do you oh, have I a good a, vagina joke? I don't have a good vagina joke, but I have a good joke in general because. Okay. Um, uh, it was it was brought up at work this week. Okay. Uh, again, no HR. Um, <laughs> what do you call it when a uh, a cow jerks off? I don't know. What what do you call it? You, you call that beef stroganoff. <laughs> <laughs> See, if I if, so if I did that at my place of work, I would. Probably like uh, I, I would immediately be shuffled into a room and somebody from HR would descend upon me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. OK, we, this, we're going to try an experiment. Um, we're not going to tell this joke because I, I, I do not have the heart to tell it on air. But um, I'm going to I'm going to type it to Adam and let's just let's just see how this works. So, Adam, here's a, here's a joke I can't speak of, but you can react. Okay. 
Um, you have to think about it for a minute. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Okay, there's the there's the setup. <laughs> do you know the answer? <laughs> do, you, do you know the answer? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh Jesus! Do, do you know why? Uh, no, no. You can't no. do anything about it. Oh, oh, dude, that's a good joke. It's a great oh, my joke. God. Oh God, my gut hurts. It's Jesus. so horrible, but it's, it's a good joke. <laughs> God, that's like terrible and amazing at the same time. Right? Oh my yeah, God. Uh, it's it's so good. And the funny thing is, we just made an episode of Gilmore Boys like the end of Lost in Translation. I just, you know, you're you're Bill Murray, and I just I just whispered in your ear as Scarlett Johansson, and everybody's gonna be like, "What was the joke?" And you're never gonna know, guys. You're never gonna know. Oh man, I wanted to be ScarJo. <laughs> man, if you were, you know. <laughs> We'd be having a different conversation. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would be like this from your end. You'd be like, "Hello." <laughs> Did you ever watch? Um, Under what was skin? it Under the Skin? Yes. Well, like I, I sort of like. Well, I mean, okay, it's an art house film, and like it's really well done. But like, I have to be in a certain frame of mind to watch art house films. And, like, I just wasn't at the time. So I pr- I probably watched a total of, like, 15 minutes of it. It seems, like, it's, I, I have it sort of, like, dog-eared to go back and watch. But, yeah, no, I have seen it. There's a lot of, like, weird, creepy shit in there. And there's also boobs, so that's good. But. It's true. It's beautiful, but, like, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I watched it, but I wasn't in the, like, Lynchian mindset. Oh, yeah, so I was, yeah. like, halfway on Instagram, you know, the whole time. <laughs> Which And I didn't do it justice. I got to go back. I, I have to go back. You, you know how I can tell if something is good or not on the television? On the, what, Tell me about the television. <laughs> if my wife is playing Candy Crush or not. If she's not playing Candy Crush, then it's something good. If she is, then it, it may be good, but it's probably not. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I That's guess. That's what I think about the television. Let me tell you what I think about the radio. They got this new thing called a transistor. Have you ever heard of it? No. <laughs> I, I, I just like the old-timey... Uh, I like old-timey radio. <laughs> We should we should bring we I should you know that would be a good I would now uh, now that I I have like uh, I feel like I've practiced my social skills a lot you know like okay. I feel like I'm pretty good at like uh, coming up with you know quick kind of quips and and good one liners yeah and I wish I would have had these back when I was single because I'm like. <laughs> Man, I'm just throwing these away on no on, on nobody. I'm throwing these away in the kitchen at work. It doesn't matter, you know. Well, it's funny because like it, it like without really even realizing it, like I totally now understand the sense of humor of all the people within like my radius at work, and like I tailor my speech to that. Like I don't even think about it, but I totally do. And yeah, it's totally wasted. I'm telling jokes. I'm telling jokes in a cube farm. Yeah. No, it's right. That's right. And so I was just thinking, like, man, I wish I was like doing a uh, 
I don't know, like a, um, not like a Tinder, but I, mean, I wish I was doing like a, like one of those high speed dating things where you just like date you know, <laughs> ten people in five minutes. Speed dating, man. You speed dating, speed dating, and I, I wish somebody would be like, so what are you into? I just feel like old timey radio. <laughs> That's what I want to do. But it's deadpan, you know. I'm yeah. old timey radio. I'm a, I'm an aficionado of old timey radio. But what if it turns out that that's a really good girl, though? And then, like, you have to you have to start that relationship based upon, like, 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 do you immediately go back and be like, I'm sorry, I was just fucking with you? Or do you just, like, do you go home and start researching old time radio? Um, no, she should be able to take it. If, if she's the one, she should be able to take a joke. <laughs> that's the way I see it. <laughs> I mean, what, what, if it's like, so you're thinking, like, um, it's like Rory and she's like, oh, really? That's interesting, and you're like, and so now in your world, you're feeling guilty, and you're like, yeah, exactly. And then it's just gonna push on and on and on until until one day you're just like, I, I got to tell you something, I, I'm just not into old timey radio. <laughs> and then well, she just storms out of the house, and that's it, and you are left crying. No, because I think up front I'd be like, no, who the hell's into old timey radio? And then if she, she, it goes two ways. She'd either be like, ha ha ha, that was really good, or it goes like, oh well, I. That sounded really... Then I'd be like, shut up. Not <laughs> you were the worst speed dater. Oh, my God. I would pass on you so quickly. Hmm. I would. I'm sorry, James. Well... If, you're, if you were giving me that shtick, I, I would have to pass. Okay, that's a good thing. So we're both married, and we're <laughs> perfectly happy, and we're going to be with our wives forever. <laughs> but if you put yourself in a speed dating... Because I've never done that. If you put yourself oh, in a speed God, dating no. scenario... What would you want to walk away with? Like, what what kind of girl? And this is a good question. Like, if you had to date within 30 minutes, 10 people, so you get three minutes, mm-hmm. what would you need to get out of that three minutes with, with the perfect person? What's, well, see, like, that's that's the tough thing because, like, one of, the, one of the things that I love so much about my wife is that, like, right off the bat, we just had these amazing conversations. But, like, they weren't, they weren't just, like, real quick. Like, I feel like I couldn't judge like somebody in three minutes, like it would be impossible for me <laughs> not to I mention do it every day. <laughs> also that you're, you're not taking into account like the crippling anxiety that would come with speed dating. Like it's just it, like that. That's probably like my nightmare scenario. It's like, Hey, you have to socially expose yourself to eight different people in 30 minutes have fun. That sounds terrible. No, see, I think again with what with the skills that I've honed in, I'd be good to go. What that tells me about you is that you need to go back and do some more cube work. <laughs> that's what that's what that tells me. You've got some more work to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can I do mean, it. So I would totally be lying to you if I say like I don't I I wholeheartedly try to get my coworkers to laugh. Like I put a lot of effort into that. But like it's fun. It's fun to figure out like what's funny to people and like like how far you can go with that sort of stuff, you know? Like it's yeah. That being said, uh cubes are probably like the worst place to tell jokes cuz like everything is so like just dull and like I don't it's hard to explain like it, it's just it's such a humorless environment that like it's almost like I don't know man I feel really lucky like I'm we're, we're in this open space and yeah. and we're all inappropriate and um, <laughs> and and I feel lucky yeah yeah 
this is this is ending on a sad note. I really feel bad for your situation. <laughs> no, dude, I love my job. No, like it's it's fine. I mean, like it's like I I, I work for like a mega corporation, so like it's it's kind of to be expected. But yeah, I I guess the the only the only benefit there is like we work in like uh, in bullpens, so like we we technically don't have cubes, but we exist amongst cubes so anyways what's a bull everyone send um <laughs> send flowers to uh, a ball <laughs> at company x.com oh god quite honestly like i like i can't mention my company's name like i'm pretty sure i'm not allowed to do that but yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mention mine <laughs> Uh, well, like, so just, just two other things that I wanted to mention before, before we wrap up here, like the, the whole, it's so very, it's so very obvious that Rory's character like wants to impress Dean, but oh, like yeah. she's, oh, she's yes. totally, she, she, she's like head over heels for the guy and like, but she tries to be modest about it and like she tries to like just sort of sort of duck and dodge your way around like really tough questions, but like, it's adorable. And like, I almost, I almost expected during the scene where Rory was asking Dean out to Dean, just like be completely oblivious and be like, no, that sounds stupid. And then just be like, no, I'm not going to the dance. Like I, I kind of expected that to happen, but like, I don't know a lot about Dean. I mean, like, you know, like a ton about Rory, you know, very little about Dean, you know, he has a bowl cut, you know that he is tall and that he works at a supermarket. His that, bowl cut looks good, though. He pulls yeah, it off. Yeah, he pulls it off. See, I had that in middle school, and I did not pull it off. Like there not were two even people. Close. Yeah, there were there were the people that pulled off the bowl cut. Yep. And then there were the people that looked like they really wanted to pull off the bowl cut, and that it was, was just it. There's no in between. <laughs> yeah, me too. But uh, the, so the second thing that I thought was really sweet is like, um, so when they were in Miss Patty's studio. Um, Dean, for whatever reason, picks up Rory's purse and goes, oh, my God, this is so heavy. What do you keep in here? She, and she goes, oh, you know, lipstick and this and that and a book. And he's just like, a book? Did you really think our date was going to be this boring? She's like, no, I just I carry around books wherever I go. I just really like to read. And like that, that I, I liked that moment because like it, that was her character being vulnerable with Dean. And then like Dean, Dean's like, he doesn't seem like the bookish type. So like he could. I mean, like, clearly he didn't, like, like, like make fun of her or something like that. But, like, he, it was kind of sweet because they started reading it together and they kind of, like, I don't know. I just like that. I thought that was a sweet moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a softie. You are a softie. I don't have any, um, I don't have any thoughts on the episode Dude. other than it was, a, it was a good, it was the first one in the series that we've seen so, so far that was um, appropriately dramatic, not yeah. melodramatic, you know, it was Yeah, good. no, like, this was actually, like, really, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, it was, and, like, I felt so guilty over the last few episodes of, like, not taking good notes. Like, I wish you could see my notes. They are, like, amazing. Well, no, I mean, I believe you. I mean, the last, yeah, we, hey, you, we all have our off weeks. Um <laughs> What are you gonna do? It's all right. Okay, so 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 one runner up for the quote of the show. Do you know oh, okay. okay first first, do you know who Emily Post is? No. So Emily Post, as I understand it, uh probably maybe fifty or sixty years ago, um, was an etiquette expert and wrote kind of the book on etiquette. 
Um, so her lineage has always has always like kept that up. Like her great grandchildren or something like that still like run the Emily Post Institute of you know manners and all that kind of shit. But anyways, um, in the in the midst of Lorelai and Emily sort of going back and forth about either being proper or not being proper. Lorelai goes, meet my mother, Emily Post. And I thought like I had like that. I thought that was perfect because like it was it was subtle. And and then like so Emily totally gets the joke and she sort of gives her like stink eye and then like doesn't doesn't engage and just moves on. But I thought that was good. Stink eye is such a funny term. That's my. Yeah, it's burned in my head because like my my parents have been using it since I was a little kid. Really? Yeah. I mean, I feel like mean mugging is almost better because, like, like that what? that paints a better picture. You've never heard of mean mugging? No, I've never heard of mean mugging. No, yes, you have. You've never you've never mean mugged a person. Oh, I'm sure I've d- I do it all the time. I just haven't heard the term. <laughs> I mean, you can picture what it what it stands for, correct? It's, you're just making a face at someone, like like sort of like an aggressive, like ah, I don't like you, that kind of stuff. I, I realize that I have resting bitch face. <laughs> I did. So many people come up to me at work and they're like, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm great. What's wrong? They're like, you have the worst look on your face. You know, it's funny because like I have spent so much time around you. You do kind of, I wouldn't call it resting bitch face. You just look like really like upset about things at times. And I know you're not like, like you just kind of like, it's like, man, are you okay? You're like, yeah, I'm fine. And you just, you almost look like you were about to say, yeah, I'm fine. Whatever. Yeah. Don't ask about it. You're like, (laughs) <laughs> it almost seems like that. No, it's okay. No. Well, I think that's it for uh, for yeah. the Gilmore Boys this week. Yeah. I, Adam's I, going to Japan. I'm going. I am going to Japan, so I will be gone for two weeks. But we can record a new episode when I come back. Yeah, we'll we'll pick it back up. It's funny. Of all the people that are going to Japan, most people would probably want to be big in Japan. Adam would like to be the tiniest little ant oh, that no one will bother. Please, I'm I am six four, and like two thirty. I mean, like, come on, like it's not. Oh, God, I, I'm pretty much not going to fit into anything, but that's okay. <laughs> you need to eat. You need to eat a raw octopus like an old boy. You need to do that. <laughs> Did you watch Old Boy yet? Oh, I've I I have not seen the remake, but I have seen the original. You don't need to see the remake. It's stupid. Uh, okay. It's worthless. Oh, I and like I saw I saw the original on such a like a weird. It was some weird night. I was hanging out at a friend's house in college, and I was watching it. And like, I don't, I, I probably need to watch it again. And like. Because I I was, like, really kind of weirded out by it, but it was good. Dude, did you watch I Saw the Devil yet? I <laughs> So I started watching that, and then, like, Megan lost interest, and we had to change it to something oh, else. Oh, you cannot watch that with her. Oh, yeah, my God. No, I know. And it was, I was really into it. Um, like, it seems pretty fucking dark, but. Uh, oh, my God. It, I think it makes old boy look like okay. a joke. Can we just, like, get together and, like, like just have a marathon of, like, the worst like, like, we'll watch like Cannibal Holocaust. Yes, and, and Martyrs. And Martyrs. Oh my God! Did you see Martyrs? No, no, it's on my list, man. I know you've been pushing that one hard on me. That that one's so interesting because it's so messed up. Yeah. And when I watched it, it was the it was like one of the only movies in 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 decades 
that I felt like a really bad person for watching, <laughs> like really yeah. disgusting inside. Yeah. And yet I actually think there's something really beautiful about it. And it's yeah. so bad. It's so <laughs> twisted. No, I watched that one Michael Henneke movie. God, what was it? Um, you, oh, the white ribbon. No, that, that was an excellent movie, but no, it, it was the one that the, the two brothers that, Oh, funny uh, games, funny games. I, Dude, I didn't feel anything when I watched that. Is that I bad? didn't either. No, I didn't either. Everybody was hyping that one up, and I and I watched it. And I was like, yeah. I mean, no, I I liked it. Like, it, like, and it was definitely messed up, and like, not like I wouldn't watch that like with with normal people. But like, I it didn't. I was like, oh, okay, like, okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I had the same reaction. I really did. Yeah. And martyrs, yeah, we need to watch Cannibal Holocaust and like martyrs. And I saw the devil, and then a and then a Werner Herzog documentary. Just a Werner Her- Herzog, and then at the end, we're gonna have to watch like the Care Bears films. That's what we're gonna have to do to <laughs> round it out. And we'll be still, we'll still be shaking in the corner, and our, our wives will be petting our heads. And, Hold me. Yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Well, on that note, you you stay safe in Japan, I and uh, I'll I'll be safe and sound back in good old 1955. And, uh, <laughs> with your old timey radio, with my old timey radio, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you Gilmore Boys fans, have a good one, and we'll we'll see you next week. All right, later, guys. Later. Thank you for listening to Gilmore Boys. Until next time. <laughs>